0: Hello, Steven Universe fans, and welcome back. We are back on the air for another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Steven Universe After Show. We'll be covering the beginning of season three, so episodes 79 through 81. We'll see you after the opening.
1: You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion.
0: AfterBuzz
1: TV, and
0: now let the buzz begin. It is so incredibly good to be back, oh my gosh. It really is, it's been far too long. Since January. Yeah, far too long. We haven't been in studio for this show since January, you guys. It is so good to be back. Dear God, that's like half a year. It has been half a year. It's been a little crazy. The airing schedule for this show is just like, here, have some more. Here, wait. They really want to torture us, don't they? I think they do. It's a little crazy. Anyway, we're back. Welcome back. Everything is great. We are covering five episodes of Steven Universe because we got a nice little event uh, Super Watermelon Island, Gem Drill, Same Old World, Barn Mates, and Hit the Diamond, and the song we chose is definitely for barnmates because let's be real it's perfect wacky roommate we shenanigans also,
1: we also could have gone with the uh theme song from the odd
0: couple we could but have yep there's many things we could there's have many, gone with but many things someone made a like, really good video for this she song. hates me there are lots of things there <laughs> I don't are think lots we could of do. things she hates me it's not work well, safe we could we'd just be mm, explicit yeah, <laughs> immediately that, for a steven right universe out of the podcast game. <laughs> you know for kids All right, so I have the wonderful Megan Salinas with me.
1: Hey guys, you can tweet at me at the Manguin. That's T H E M E
0: N G U I N. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That's K I A X E T. We are checking our hashtag. That's A B T V S U. We're also gonna pull the live chat up. So if you have anything fun to say, throw it in there. You may well get a shout out. So we had a lot to cover these five episodes. What do you think of this event?
1: Goodness great! Well, first of all, I, I think it goes without saying that we could go on and on about like ranting about the airing schedule for this show. Because... We only have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Give, but I think given everything we've had to talk about, this is like some very plot heavy stuff. Yeah. And I feel like not one of these episodes was like a light, irrelevant, ooh, like, Cheeseburger backpack type episode, <laughs> it, which I love those types of episodes, but it's also nice to get all of that forward momentum given all the, the stuff that we had with Peridot in the last Steven Bomb.
0: So, this is really good. I will say, I'm very happy that the hot dog duffel bag showed up <laughs> in an episode of was just unboxing.
1: Like it's a hot dog yeah, bag. from his unboxing video, right?
0: Yes. I just, I'm, uh. I'm, I'm consistency. I love it. I'm so happy. Internal
1: continuity for the win.
0: I will say for part of these episodes, I spoiled myself and I'm a little disappointed that I did that because at some point in, I want to say, March, Cartoon Network, their European site, released a couple of clips and it wound up being a minute and a half of Super Watermelon Island and about 30 seconds of Barnmates. And I kind of wish I hadn't watched them that far in advance because a minute and a half is a long time when you have it an w- 11 minute episode. Yeah, it's a good chunk of the episode. So I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in myself that I watched them because I think it took away from a lot of the surprise of Super Watermelon Island. That said, uh, Watermelon and Gem Drill were a really good one-two punch to get back into this series yeah. after. Waiting After forever. being
1: away for five months.
0: And this is technically the second half of season two. They're supposed to have, I want to say, 26 episode seasons, and um, this is the back 13. For some reason, Cartoon Network split it up, oddly.
1: I don't understand Cartoon Network's policies about... The way they're choosing to air things. That is neither here nor there, though. Um, a same thing sort of happened to me um, because as clips were getting leaked, it's not that I went looking for them, but they definitely recommended, like, ended up on my YouTube recommended feed because mm-hmm. you look up one Steven Universe song on YouTube and all of a sudden it's flooding your recommended stuff all the time. Oh, and um, I'm seeing
0: spoilery clips that aren't true. There's people going, hey, this, hey, that, hey, this fusion. And I'm like, They haven't done that. It doesn't Uh, exist. Yeah,
1: given that we have a few more uh, members of the team kind of kicking around by the end of it here, a lot of, not that it's ever stopped people from kind of theorizing before of what certain fusion combinations would look like, but now that we kind of officially have a few members, extra members on the team, it's a lot of people are like, ooh, what would it be like if these two people made a fusion and everything like that? A
0: lot of people are calling for uh, Lapis and Peridot. And part of me is like, that would be super interesting. And part of me is like, that would last a second and a half because... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price price line. Lapis has been in a hate fusion for the past couple of months. I think she's done for a while. I
1: was gonna say, yeah, I, I don't feel I feel like Paradot's still not ready yet, and I don't think Lapis
0: will want to fuse with anybody for a good, long while. Um, so potentially I think... <laughs> ever traumatic experiences. I, I want to talk a little bit about Lapis, and I know this is skipping ahead, and I don't care. She is just an angry teenager. Like, let's be... Re- I, <laughs> this and part plan of sucks. Me, part of me is a little like, really, this is what we're getting? But I think that's because we had this artificial break for almost six months in the middle. So we're sitting here going, we don't know much about her. There's been a lot of theories. We're going to find stuff out. And now it's like, she's an angry teenager and that's all we're getting from her. Right? Okay. Okay. So I think it's the long break that makes that revelation a little bit of a letdown that see, said I think when we have more episodes and we get more into it I will appreciate it more
1: I don't think of her as an angry teenager although I can definitely see that parallel I I actually I feel really bad for her like and and I totally understand why she's acting the way she does because she's been used by everybody in her life and it's not like you don't understand me mom I'm gonna go into my room and listen to some blink 182 or whatever <laughs> that's that's not it at all it's just a no, simple plan <laughs> she literally has nowhere to go and only one friend. Only yeah. one real friend. So I don't blame her for acting the way she does.
0: But I'm also kind of wondering why she went vacationing in a war zone in the first place. She was only supposed to...
1: She was there for a mission.
0: I don't think Crystal she said, Jen- visit. That? She didn't say mission. She was there on, she was there on a visit. Like, it might have who been a diplomatic a potenti- visit. Who I don't let know. a potentially high ranking gem go down here with no guard and that. J- wow, you guys. Who wow. sends
1: five rubies to go get a jasper?
0: People who think that rubies can actually accomplish their mission.
1: I'm just saying the Gem Society clearly has a lot of problems, only some of which are tied to the intelligence of the people in
0: charge oh my god rubies are so dumb i'm so happy (laughs) and that whole little bit when the eye crash lands and it opens up and the ruby comes out that has their gem in her eyes someone took that and put it like frame by not frame by frame but like shot by shot with vegeta's initial arrival on (laughs) earth and it's Parallels all the way Your down. Rebecca Sugar does love her anime. If the Steven Universe staff can put an anime reference into an episode, they will. And I think that and the Utina <laughs> reference have been my two favorites so far. <laughs> just this, just Vegeta coming out of the pod, and then this Ruby coming up with a Ruby in her eye. Like, I've oh my god! I've never seen all so of Utina. What was the Utina reference? It was a while ago. It was, I think, it was in We Need to Talk. Okay, because I've only ever seen clips from Utina. Yeah, just bending someone over and the hair covering the kiss. Uh Utana <laughs> is something that you need to uh invest some time in it. I hear it's, it's a trip. It's <laughs> very dense and really weird and I definitely watched it in ninth grade, which is not when one should be watching Utana. <laughs> I was I was not prepared for no eighth, yeah, ninth grade. I was not prepared for that. Anyway, I was gonna say I hear it's a hoot, but
1: yeah, it's let's some- get back to this is show. You
0: want to tackle in college? Let's get back to this show. So yeah, so let's let's go back to Super Watermelon Island because I just I love the opening for this. We get to see the Stephen Melons. We get to see human sacrifice, which is not watermelon sacrifice. And close enough. That is not something I was expecting on this show. So that was oh this is cute. Oh this is cute. Oh is, God, I'm wondering
1: why just. It's Malachite, right? Yes. Together they make Malachite. Yes. Why does Malachite eat watermelons? Gems don't need to eat. I don't think Malachite is stable. I think Malachite's a little cray. I don't understand the need for this sacrifice. I would understand if they sacrificed him by pushing him over the edge of the cliff. But like straight up getting eaten confused me. It was very like... Are they treating Malachite like a Titan, or I think, because, I think it's because it resembles Steven, not because
0: not for yeah they painted the star lot, on it and they yeah that makes a lot more sense <laughs> yeah just yeah and we find so out she does want to go all Titan on him <laughs> and we find out that Steven could do this weird little drift compatible thing with melons and occasionally other gems, which is definitely going to come astro into it. In project
1: into a watermelon, Steven's body, which begs the question of could rose astra project herself into the various plant life creations that she
0: had or it might just be a stephen thing because of the mix because in uh chill he went to go visit lapis inside lapis's mind which was crazy but he was basically in malachite's mind having a nice little conversation with lapis and jasper so i was like Okay, Stephen can do some gloriously weird stuff. He's let's, let's psychic now. <laughs> I will say that even though I saw this fight in advance, getting to see it again was just so good.
1: It's a it great, great fight scene. Uh, it, it is fantastic. We get to see Alexandra, and we actually get to see... Malachite sort of get on the same page with herself and and actually be a threat because when we were introduced to her, she was immediately submerged under the ocean.
0: Well, it so. sounds like at this point that Jasper is in charge. Yeah. It's less an in harmony thing and more lapis. ties. More just, is just lapis' tired Is wiped now. <laughs> out. Yeah, exactly. It's just uh I feel so bad for her. She also did that to herself. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, there's there was an analysis post I don't remember who posted it on Tumblr I read it forever ago but I love it talking about how keeping them down there as Malachite wasn't just an I'm keeping Stephen safe it was also kind of a punishing Jasper thing oh no so absolutely like, this is bad for everyone involved but I'm still gonna do it like oh you no, are an she, angry teenager
1: they, they locked her up on the ship on their way back and they probably had her locked up on the way there so yeah of course she's going to be a- and we saw her reunion with peridot of they there don't they don't like there's no love lost there oh
0: my goodness no
1: so I don't blame her and uh, we we also don't know about the type of people that Peridot and Jasper were before coming to earth and by we know what types of characters they were but we don't know what they had done up until that point I feel
0: like it wasn't incredibly terrible
1: well for Peridot no but
0: Jasper's was in the war Yeah, but Jasper also seems like a very straightforward kind of gem She She hasn't
1: stuck around long uh, enough for us to know
0: She doesn't seem terribly cruel, though
1: Uh, I I don't know, I kind of see the exact opposite She headbutt a little boy (laughs) That's true, but she also was
0: functioning under Your rose, why are you so tiny?
1: Yeah, and she saw a tiny person and decided Hey, you know what that tiny person needs? A headbutt to the face
0: That's about how big rubies are so? <laughs> <laughs> we do need more, but I'm not willing to write her off as the villain yet. No. I will say that it I'm was hysterical that-, that it's like, she's back. She's gone.
1: But everybody who, who has compared Jasper to another character, the character she gets keeps getting compared to is Vegeta. And what was Vegeta before he became a good guy after, like, five years? <laughs> <laughs> he was a bad guy. Who had done bad guy things? I'm just saying. (laughs) I don't know what you want from me there i realize I, I can't argument. do the
0: pointed staring because this is this in is some forms an audio podcast and that's not fair to everyone listening no you yeah. have to use
1: the power of your imagination <laughs> yeah.
0: to see the look that, the just weird imagine look that staring gave pointedly gave. at each other i don't that, that, know work. what
1: that look was supposed to mean anyway so please verbalize yeah. your feelings
0: let's just move on this yeah I did love that the Stephen Mellons basically went Gulliver's travels on this. They that did. They made me super happy. And
1: again, it's just it's nice to see a plot point come back because they, they wandered off and we're like, okay, I guess I guess they're gone now.
0: And I love that we had this tiny little bit that was very obviously Mommy Melon with a skirt and Daddy Melon with a tie and a baby, and when they went off to war, mom put on war point war paint and dad stayed behind with the kid. Like that was a very pointed little thing. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I love you guys. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Do watermelons have gender? I guess when they're Stephen Melons? Mm-hmm. Question mark? <laughs> anyway. So yeah, we we end that particular part of the two-parter with Jasper falling down a hole. <laughs> Which again, she's gone. She's gone. We have Lapis, but the warp has destroyed, and they are not going to be back in time to stop the cluster, which is evidently causing earthquakes because it's about to form. Yeah, and talk about timing on this one. So we swing into Gem Drill, where it's just Steven and Paridot in the drill going down to take care of the cluster. I love the, should have brought some music elevator music. How are we going to fit everyone in here? No, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, for all of the planning you did,
1: you didn't really plan this. No. This was a very poorly no. planned operation from the get-go.
0: But, Gem Drill, this this episode was really emotional and also a complete trip. Yeah. Because we still have Steven, the empath, who is... I, I, it looked very Miyazaki with all of the faces, and it was... Supremely messed up. Well, I, I was going to
1: say this is one of the most anime episodes of Steven Universe. I think that we've ever gotten because this whole communicating with the cluster—it was a very—and I—I I can't draw from any specifics but it was a very anime thing in terms of like the backgrounds uh the the way that he was communicating with him it felt like something out of Rafson or Evangelion or uh, like Again, it just hit me as really Miyazaki I I didn't get a Miyazaki feel from it, but again, yeah, definitely like something where main character... Very anime, very messed up, very, are you doing okay? Main character is in a void somewhere, and there are pretty lights, and he's communicating psychically with people, that is is about as anime as you can
0: get. You seem to be hallucinating (laughs) a lot. Are you okay?
1: But, I mean, it was so... It was so, it's disturbing when they're on their way down there because he's like, well, surely there's like a way we can fix
0: this. And And Peridot Peridot just telling him, we can't, they are so broken, they don't know who they are or what's going on. They're just trying to find other gems so they can feel whole. And Steven using that to be a little gem matchmaker when he's down in the cluster saying like, see, you can meet each other and you'll have time to talk and it'll be great and you don't have to form. And then all the gems bubbling themselves to help. Just like, oh. Yeah. And that. Oh my God, emotions. The, the way that Peridot described them is like they
1: are too far gone to be helped. They are beyond help. But that all they are left is like a kind of vague impulse to try to become whole again. Yeah. And that when he starts talking to them, that it's just need to
0: form, need to form over and can't over stop, again. Can't stop, can't stop. Just like, oh. It's painful. This whole thing is and just painful. And each and every
1: one of those shards was like one of our members. One of the it was a people dims. ones. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's this so is basically someone making Frankenstein's monster with a whole bunch of.
1: It's oh, kind of messed up. I was gonna say not to get into a spoilers for another show, but that bit, very FMA. Ugh. Tell me I'm wrong if you know what plot point oh I'm talking my God, about. Oh God,
0: you're not wrong. And that is really, really messed up. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> okay. The <laughs> other thing we should... Uh, yeah, Chad's talking about the she Jewel. Oh, yeah. That, too. That, too. uh, Anime has a thing for making large, destructive things out of a whole bunch of living things, I feel like the Shikon Jewel had that many gem shards for how many episodes of Inuyasha there were. (laughs) Tell me about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, the other bit I want to talk about for this episode is just the conversations with Peridot talking about, I can't go home. You know, it's hard not to have feelings for the place you're from. But I have other things, like you guys Aww.
1: and just when when they think
0: they're gonna die and it's like do you have any last words I love you Paradox. wow thanks <laughs> the return of wow thanks which was not something I caught the first time I watched this episode because Steven taught her that's what you say when someone gives you a gift and the gift he gave her was love It's just Aww. like he thinks it's his last minute on earth and he wants to make sure that she knows she's loved like <laughs> oh. Shut up. I'm not crying. You're crying. Oh, I was crying. I there were noises. They were undignified. It was it was pretty great. And then just making it when she starts drilling and Steven's freaking out, stopping and making sure that he's going to be okay. Cuz he can feel it. Yeah. yeah. Before right. she ups the intensity and I'm like, "Yep, this this is a new paradigm. This is pretty dang great." So that just I oh my feelings for that episode so many feelings it was extremely
1: well done and extreme some people might argue that the the cluster bubbling itself was anticlimactic like oh that problem's dealt with but like I think for the emotional catharsis that we got I mm-hmm. think it was well worth it
0: this is not a show where out and out violence solves very many problems Again, even with just the gems that become monsters, they don't kill them. They don't shatter the gems. They just bubble them. So again, this for all the combat that happens in this show, this is really not a show where fighting solves a lot of overarching problems. And I like that. Yeah, I really yeah. do. You gotta hand it to a show that takes the pacifist route. Yes. So let's, let's talk a little bit about Same Old World, because we we don't have a ton of time, and we've got three more episodes to hit. Let's talk about Lapis. Just, we haven't gotten to see her in a larger capacity in quite a bit. And Stephen points out, the only time I ever see you is when something bad's happening. Aww. Everyone's like, accurate. <laughs> I love them taking this little flight tour. I thought this was. Super cute. You should move to Jersey because they hate the Earth too. <laughs> Ready, Freddie? My name's Lapis. Like, okay, we're we're going back to the no prob Bob joke, <laughs> and then we're bringing the Bob joke back for Hit the Diamond. Which, like, Bob. I love this show. I love this show. I love that Jersey is still a thing that exists. Um. I, I immediately go Hamilton. Everything is legal in New Jersey. <sniffs> It's still a terrible place. And the fact that all of the towns that Stephen lists off, knowing off the top of his head in the tri-state area, are Surf City, Sea City, Aquatown, Bayburg. There's a lot of coastal towns here. he's...
1: He lives on a coast, whether that's the East. I assume the East Coast since he's near a Jersey. And Uh, Empire (laughs)
0: City, which is obviously supposed to be New York.
1: So, yeah, of course, all the neighboring towns are. It would be the equivalent of our going up and down PCH.
0: That's true. But I'm also thinking, how differently did this world develop when so many of its mountain ranges and and plains and whatnot were kindergartens? I think it, honestly,
1: I don't think that's it. I think it was just a punchline, and Stephen doesn't get out. For, for all of his going, you know, on warp pads and everything like that, he hasn't seen very much of the Earth itself. I mean, it was a big deal when he went to whatever state the Keystone State is supposed <laughs> to be. I think it's just Keystone State. Like, he, it's called Keystone State. I mean, he hangs around Beach City all the time, but it's not like the gems take him out on road trips. He's never even been in a real classroom. That's true. He he probably just doesn't know a lot about the earth that he lives on. (laughs) He's super homeschooled. Homeschooled by people who don't pay attention to the earth.
0: (laughs) I feel like Pearl would be both the best and worst teacher. Yeah, in that respect, just like oh, you tried. We did the thing. We have a mirror that will educate you. Turns out it's a person. The one time she tried, yeah, (laughs) one time turns out it's a person. That what? God, poor Lapis. So yeah, she vacations on Earth and gets stuck on Earth and gets shoved into a mirror and then gets cracked and just like her life is pain. Something is being highlighted in the live chat, huh? Delmarva is the name of the state he lives in, which is the name of the tri-state area, according to Ordinary Passerbyer. Um, Do me a favor and send me a link for that on Twitter, because I don't think I've ever heard that before. (laughs) I don't know what version of Earth this is. Links where it didn't happen, you guys. I I, I like to uh, back up. Yeah, what I read. Cite your sources. Yes, yeah, they, please, teach us please, that your sources. they teach cite in school. Cite your on sources on Tumblr. <laughs> She's gonna tell you all these things. Is any of that true? No, but it sounds great. Somebody else is saying
1: Pennsylvania. It looks like, but I don't Pennsylvania.
0: know. Pennsylvania. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who even knows? But like Keystone State, I'm fairly certain that's a nickname for one of the fifty states. I couldn't tell you off the bat. Empire City, New York, being the I, Empire State. I feel like, like this is
1: one of those Simpsons jokes where it's like these are the n- states that neighbor <laughs> Springfield you know one of those things where even though we know where the actual city it was based off of is but like the state itself it's kind of nebulous and ever changing
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah same old world is basically you haven't seen a lot of this world I can show you the world it that was. was our other option it for was. this
1: and it was shining shimmering and splendid
0: except for Jersey except for except Jersey for Jersey. But that was super cute. And then it's like, you should stick around. All right, I'll stick around for a little bit. Oh God, she's my roommate.
1: <laughs> well, and it was just so cute because Lapis is like, no, I'm the one staying here, right, Steven?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh... the
1: only reason she has to stay
0: there is Steven. So mm-hmm. <laughs> talk about putting him in a, uh, between a rock and a hard place. So, you know, swing into Barn Mates, which I think is my favorite episode out of these five. I just enjoyed it so, so thoroughly. This this is my jam. Rack, wacky wacky. <laughs> Racky, wacky. Racky, wacky. Racky, roommate, roommate, shenanigans. Wacky, roommate, shenanigans are my jam. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Occasionally, they happen in real life. Racky, wacky. wacky. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, no roommate shenanigans. I I love it. It's great as long as it doesn't get mean-spirited. And this didn't because Peridot is very obviously a different person and Lapis hasn't had a chance to see this yet see so you can't blame lapis for being mad at her and you can't blame Peridot for being upset that she's really trying to make amends and everything she's doing is being rebuffed well and, and poor and, Stevens <laughs> caught in the middle here like I like you
1: both and Peridot's not exactly the best people person either no. you know she she tries she tries her best but uh Man, <laughs>
0: she is. She doesn't always do the best job at coming across to other people. Hey, according to chat, uh, the Keystone State is Pennsylvania. Ah, so cool! Thank you for that. that super helps. That's super helpful. That's the you. Keystone State. Yay! I you just think they this, teach us this in school. No, just capitals. No, not yeah. really nicknames. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wyoming is the Equality State, and I only know that because I lived there. What's our state? huh California the golden the state free, the gold, I guess it's the golden, golden state. state yeah the freeway state anyway
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it took me a minute to remember hours
0: anyway anyway wow it's been a long day you guys it's been a long anyway everything. again Peridot wacky a, roommate shenanigans not
1: exactly the best people person
0: but and what else love it about this is Peridot is trying so hard and Steven's obviously helping her out. But when you see Lapis react, she comes down really hard on Peridot all of the time. But when Steven makes the same mistakes, it's oh no, that's okay. Oh no, it's fine.
1: Well, again, he's her first friend in however many years eons. it's been since she was initially put inside that mirror.
0: Yeah. So eons. Fair enough. So it starts with, well, let's make her a card. And Steven does the art and Peridot does the meaningful from the heart message. And it winds up, winds up being, I'm sorry I interrogated you. You were full of useful information. That's a sincere compliment. <laughs> like, that is a wonderful card. I'm so happy. That is great. And of course, Lapis is like, you absolutely have to be kidding me. <laughs> and parallels it's it's the art style. It's obviously the lack of noses, <laughs> which is so funny because that's how I usually draw my
1: happy faces.
0: Yeah. It just <laughs> it's Stephen and his art are so super cute. It's Brainstorming adorable. gifts. We should give her some I could give her my Camp Lonely Hearts DVDs. What season? Season 5 garbage garbage
1: and i like that she's actually gotten to see more than one episode <laughs> yes. i love that he he finally let her sit down and like watch the rest of the series
0: i feel like that's just something she's been doing in her spare time like there's more than one episode i'm sorry what
1: <laughs> just, a bunch. she she accesses our internet and finds wikipedia and is like you lied to me nah, dude. parodot's total tumblr trash <laughs> and that is what why Percy and Pierre make are objectively the best for each other
0: I have seen a lot of shipping analyses that way believe it or not <laughs> yeah no hang out in the Ruby fandom long enough everyone has an opinion <laughs> oh lord it's fun it's fun Ruby fans are great that's a conversation for a different after uh, That's co- yeah for a very different time and place yeah I love that she's been picking up speech cues from Amethyst H two oh my gosh, which I'm so happy. I just am, and the, I got your number. I <laughs> like, got your number. <laughs> it's like you are looking up to the tiny courts in the group, aren't you? Oh, aren't you? Of course you? she is, and it's adorable. It really is. I love that she still like falls flat on her face and runs on all fours. Like I love just this really crazy little characterization of Peridot that we have now that she is no longer essentially the gem calculator of this little evil trifecta.
1: Yeah. Now that she's come into her own, I love it. What I'm really looking forward to is, you know, moving forward is more of the general group dynamic. General group. General group, yep. But because with introducing these new characters, it's taken a lot of time to get them established and to develop them to the point where they're even willing to stand next to the Crystal Gems without, like,
0: just absolutely seething, <laughs> and now Peridol's like, I'm the new leader, and they are like, <laughs> <What>? excuse me? <laughs> I just, I feel like Pearl is almost the one I've been missing most, because I, I just Pearl love her lot. dialogue, I just love her, what? No, we saw,
1: and that's, <laughs> like, bless that, you. And that's the thing, is we all love the Crystal Gems, uh, we wouldn't be doing the show if we didn't, so it'll be nice to see actually the crystal gems again at some point now that these two characters
0: have been set up and have gotten yes. a little time to develop <laughs> and summarily left in the barn yes! yeah we need to get back to basics at some point so yeah finally Paradot does the whole uh, i know how you're feeling you're lonely you can't go back home you don't have any friends how could anyone else feel that way oh wait i do after destroying her, her tape, tape recorder, recorder, the pool goes down cool. like a lead bl- I, I will say the scene with the pool where she's like, the water has been my prison for months. And it just kind of zooms in really dramatically. I keep thinking of the, the Western that we saw that one time. <laughs> oh, um, the Man from Snowy River. The Man from Snowy River. There's a point where it zooms in dramatically on the horse that killed this guy's <laughs> father. And it is literally a... it's just the silliest thing i don't know if the clip's on youtube i'll have to find it and tweet it out later tonight if it is but that's what this reminded me of is just the dramatic close-up and then looking back at steven it's okay you tried like wow flipping a switch yep (laughs) and lapis just straight up tells peridot i want you to leave and peridot does i was like oh that's that's really sad Which is the point where we have Steven saying, look, she's changed, I've gotten the chance to know her, please just give her a chance, and Peridot comes screaming back because there's a roaming eye chasing her. (laughs) Which is apparently a spy ship from Homeworld, and after a little bit of running around and, oh, there is still a giant hole in the barn, that's not good. Lapis just takes it out,
1: which I gotta say, Lapis Lazuli's theme, like the musical cue, her theme song is one of those things that instantly tugs at my heartstrings, and so anytime it, it creeps its way into the show, it's it's hauntingly beautiful, it is. and so it, it always immediately, It's one of those musical cues that really grabs my attention, and we get that cue just before she helps out and basically knocks down the
0: uh, the spaceship using the very tiny pond. Yep. And then asking if Peridot's okay. Like, oh, you're trying. Oh, this is cute. And then this this is when we get the Vegeta Ruby coming out of the <laughs> ship, which I still absolutely love that. And we swing into Hit the Diamond, which is a title that really screwed some people up when we were looking at it. Like, what do you mean, Hit the Diamond? And then speaking of baseball. anime, no anime is complete without a baseball <laughs> episode. <laughs> Or a beach episode, but you know, we have so many of those. But I, I'm very fond of the the, the tit you know, any you know,
1: the obligatory baseball episode of any given anime. Um I think one of my favorites was uh, the one in Haruhi Suzumiya. Oh and this-
0: god Haruhi. <laughs> <laughs> and that so- was
1: so great. That's usually my standard of comparison. I'm like, how good is this compared to the Haruhi Suzumiya baseball episode? (laughs) And I really liked this one. This one was really great, not only because we get to see Ruby and Sapphire again, but it just it had a lot of really great comedic elements. Um, comedic timing
0: on a lot of the lines from all of
1: the characters was really well done.
0: I just loved how gloriously oblivious bordering on flat out dumb a lot of the rubies were. yeah, and that we got a very one note personality from all different ones, but it was various one note personalities. and you know, Vegeta says thank you at the end, which is like, oh that's real cute. Well and again, I it's, love the clueless it, one. What a beautiful planet. <laughs> That's a lovely sounding planet. Remember what happened last time? Oh, Ruby. It's <laughs> just It's a it's a noodle incident that we will never know about. Nope. Like uh, what happened last time? We just
1: don't know.
0: <laughs> so, they Ruby goes to infiltrate the rubies and she's terrible at it. There's nothing in the barn. Oh, I didn't notice that barn. Let's go search it. <laughs> <laughs> they want to search the barn. <laughs> we saw we heard. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Go out. And then Steven being her backup and then handing him a bat. Here's the backup for your backup. Like, I love this. I love you. I've missed everyone. This is great. And then, well, we're going to go search the rest of the barn. You have to play us in baseball first. (laughs) And I just, Sapphire's bit was my favorite. Like, I saw this as a possibility, but I'm still surprised that we're actually doing it. I feel like that was something one of the writers said. Like, they were all
1: in the writer's room together, and they were brainstorming stuff. And then, like, whoever was in charge of scripting this episode was like, I know that was on our board, but I'm just really surprised that's the one we're going with. Baseball!
0: Okay. (laughs) And I just love that, you know, future vision is a thing, but it's not a, not world-ending, but I guess universe-breaking thing. Like, it's been shown to be inaccurate, it can be one of many, many things, and it doesn't make Garnet or Sapphire infallible, and I love that about it. Yeah, exactly. Because usually if it's, oh, I can see the future as a plot point, then you're hosed. I watched Legends of Tomorrow and boy did that have some problems. Well, and and let's face it, her, her ability to guess the right one is very dependent on whether or not the plot needs her to. Yeah, pretty much, just circumstances. You can be prepared, but you can't be prepared for everything. So we have a baseball game with the Rubies, and I just I I love Lapis going. This plan is dumb. <laughs> this plan just sucks. Like, you are a teenager. You are, and I love that she went by Bob, <laughs> bringing back the Bob joke. Like just this this whole series is nothing but callbacks to previous moments in the series, and I just well, and again, so and it's happy. a subtle it's a
1: subtle callback because oh, how yeah. long ago was that episode uh, where Steven said no prob, Bob? It's Lapis.
0: Forever. Halfway through season one, because when was the last time we saw Lapis and not... Matt? Oh my God, it was halfway through season one. <laughs> oh. oh my God, it's been so long. I did my waiting 12 years of it in Azkaban. Okay, but, let's
1: continue on. But the big, the big conflict here is not only trying to beat the rubies who just like every other gem, have super strength. Super OP. And are are super, super fast when they need to be and everything like that. Uh, it's Ruby, Ruby and, and Sapphire. Sapphire being
0: useless lesbians. <laughs> and and by that, I love it. And it was adorable. But boy, they were so distracted. You might want to explain that term for anybody who's not on
1: Tumblr who might be offended by that. Yeah, that's
0: that's just the Tumblr joke is that you're so completely taken by your love interest that you can't do anything else.
1: Doesn't actually mean that the characters are incapable or exactly. anything like that. It's, it's just, just means that so they're so much in
0: love. So distracted by each other that it's like you're tanking the plan, you guys. You're, you're tanking. We need to actually win. You're tanking the plan. Yeah. But they are I mean, so just, cute. Oh, they are absolutely adorable. It's just, it's just the ridiculous flirting. Like, what are they doing? And just lapis flirting. <laughs> teenager. I just, that, that's where it is. She's a teenager.
1: No, she strikes me more as a realist. Just a very, very weary, cynical realist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, just, and going back well, to check on Peridot. How's it going? We're doing fine. Everything's going to be A-OK. You're lying to me. To make you feel better. Thank you. That was super cute.
1: And and I gotta, I gotta say, I love the Crystal Gems names, too. Earl, uh, Amy, <laughs> Bob. <laughs> it was so cute. And Steven. And
0: Steven. It's just this whole thing was just ridiculously adorable. Explaining baseball, watching them play, watching the copious amounts of flirting, and then stop being cute. Keep your eye on the ball. <laughs> Pun intended. What, what did I, I just say? say?
1: The um, I I do I will say that it is a little. The drama here is a little. Granted, it's a baseball episode, so take yeah. drama with a grain of salt. It's a little undercut by the fact that. They aren't looking for Peridot. They are, in fact, looking for Jasper. And, again, that kind of makes Peridot's, like, I'm standing up to Yellow Diamond thing and calling her a claw to her face. It's like, wow, I guess she really didn't care about that, like, at all.
0: Just because Yellow Diamond really doesn't give a dang in the the, uh, grand scheme of things, if she doesn't care, we don't know, we haven't talked to her, that doesn't make it any less of a big moment for Peridot. And even if the rubies aren't looking for her, she still runs out and basically says, no, don't hurt my friends. They're not going to fight my battles for me. Like, Even if it doesn't really have larger consequences for everyone, it's still a big moment for her. Yeah. And I think that's a pretty big and, deal.
1: And the fact that they haven't sent anybody to investigate the cluster after Peridot called her a clod to her face and was clearly insubordinate and Jasper's been MIA, The fact that they haven't sent anybody to go and check on the cluster shows just how little the Diamonds probably think about Earth in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, they hate it and they want it to die and blow up or whatever, but it's also just one tiny planet in a larger universe of planets that they've
0: conquered. They do have this, you know, giant bioweapon that they want down there, and I would not be surprised if they send someone else to check on it. I'm just surprised they haven't God knows how long space travel takes.
1: Yeah, I I was going to say, given given that it was supposed to erupt at this point, I'm just surprised that they're not, like, looking at it and go, wasn't that supposed to, like, five minutes ago? Well, you
0: don't want to have gems on the planet when it goes off. I mean, problems. Well, no, I mean to go and investigate. That's true. Going
1: Why? along that same line, imagine the planets where they did forget that there was a cluster and they just destroyed a planet without any sort of advantage to their culture.
0: They may not have had a cluster on any other planet, though. I think this was a one-off experiment well, no. on a planet that they'd rather destroy than use. I think what Mark
1: is getting at is that that this planet means so little to them. I mean, again, they want it gone and they want it destroyed. But one planet getting destroyed in the grand scheme of things does not matter to them at all yep well yeah no no so.
0: these are great big conquering rate. Ra- yay <laughs> i lost that sentence so badly <laughs> it's okay wibbly wobbly timey wimey anyway um neptune we know where she is she's on neptune well, why didn't you say so like god <laughs> Bless
1: Pluto would have been too small, even though it was further away. Pluto was <laughs> not
0: a planet anymore. Nope. Uh, they, Did they change it back? I don't, I don't it remember. It is now considered a dwarf planet.
1: Okay. That's what I thought. I was going to say, I know they changed the categorization a little while ago.
0: Yeah. For those of us who could not let go of our 90s nostalgia. <laughs> Pluto is kind of a planet. But yeah. The so they're going to Neptune. Neptune. So they're sending the rubies to Neptune, which... How long until they come back, exactly. or more competent soldiers come in? Uh, season finale. Oh, Who hopefully. even knows? Hopefully God sooner knows than what that. The airing schedule for this is I'll, this is insane.
1: Hopefully sooner than that. I'm really liking this plot stuff.
0: Yes. So yeah, for those of you wondering, we did see the French leaks. We're not talking about them until they air in America. So, that's not fair. Yeah, that's not fair. So, you know, do us a favor. Keep it out of the comments section for this episode for people who want to stay unspoiled. Because, again, it's it's not fair to them. I watched it in advance because I knew Tumblr was not going to wait. So, and lo and behold, Tumblr did not wait. Because yeah. Tumblr. Because Tumblr. Which is all, why I stay off of Tumblr. We're all very enthused. There's nothing wrong with enthusiasm. Just got a spoiler tag. So, yes. Final thoughts. I'm
1: um, just all in all. It's really nice to just see this show again. That it's just uh, everything that we got in this in this run has been really satisfying. And I just I want a consistent airing schedule. That's yeah. All.
0: Tell me about it. All right. So before we swing into predictions, we are going to talk to you guys a little bit about iTunes because iTunes is a wonderful lovely thing and we love that you guys leave us reviews on it because our producers see these reviews and they're like, hey, we have this once a month show about rocks. We, everyone seems to really like this once a month show about rocks. We should keep it and that's why we stay on the air and it's lovely. Also, if you leave us reviews, we... uh Wow, we have three new reviews. This is wonderful. Yay! You get you get them read out loud. So we have Great Review Show by Ninja Squirrel. I like the format and good insights. During the hiatus, you should go back, do early episode reviews. Yeah, we um that that the, the impetus for that has passed unfortunately. And we were all super busy. <laughs> the studio here is extremely busy. It really super is but still appreciate it we have a fun and funny companion to steven universe by crutch kid this is a very good podcast. It's clear the hosts are fans of the show and love to talk about it. The pacing of the show is good, and they cover a lot of material fairly quickly without skipping over important details. It's great to listen to people talk about the show in a way that proves they're as passionate about the series as I am. If you like Steven Universe, you should love this podcast. Aww. That's very sweet. And I have thanks from Kika Rock 672 Hey, first discovered you guys on the Star Wars Rebels after uh-huh. show. When I heard you're not only all together on a podcast, but that it was Steven Universe, let's just say I died of happiness. are you typing from beyond the grave are you okay no keep up the amazing work you do hashtag gem rebels squad you guys are lovely human beings and we adore you yeah we are yeah we are so yeah if you like this podcast if you want this podcast to keep going find us on itunes if you search after buzz steven universe we show up um rate five stars preferably because we know you love us Uh, Subscribe. Leave us a review. Get your review read on the air. And guys, seriously, thank you so much for listening. So much for watching. Do we have any predictions? Avoiding the spoilers for what we've already seen. Um,
1: Just, uh, I think we're going to have to find out what happened to Jasper soon. I feel like, you know, she fell. She's still alive, clearly. And I feel like the next... Whatever is the next big plot element is going to center around her and what happened to her.
0: All I'm throwing down right now is my Kingdom for a Greg episode. It has been way too long.
1: Yeah, not since uh, Steven's birthday party, right? Oh my
0: God, yes. Yeah. It's
1: I'd say the same forever. thing for Connie.
0: Yes. Yeah, we miss both. her. We miss Team her human. so much. Team Human needs to come back.
1: I gotta see some Warriors to
0: uh, yeah. yeah, I feel like that's more With season those finale skills. territory. Potentially sword and shield.
1: Yeah, and of course more fusions. Let's let's get on that
0: fusion train. Let's work out some intimacy issues first. <laughs> give, it it time, give, it intimacy issues
1: give it time. Give it time. Intimacy issues first.
0: Yeah. So, Megan. Where can the people find you?
1: You guys can uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at themanguin. That's T H E M E N G U I N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz, and I write articles for the Movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out.
0: And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at kiaj. That's K I A X E T. I'm also on Snapchat at kia prime. I am on Turn here. That's on Tuesdays. Everything else I'm doing is like once a month. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks for Red vs Blue. We'll see you in a couple of weeks for Steven Universe. We will definitely be back. We love this show too much. Much. Stay tuned. We'll tell you the next time we come back, because what is even the airing schedule here? Thank you guys so much for watching, and we will see you next time.
1: From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.
0: To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a
1: presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Wow, thanks! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.